Welcome to Conversations with Cynthia. Cynthia Hyatt is a relationship expert, executive consultant, and life management coach. Cynthia Hyatt uses her 30 years of experience as a licensed psychotherapist to now offer in-office or concierge services through executive life coaching, consulting, and image management in order to help you be your own best version. Cynthia also specializes in speaking to groups worldwide about how to be successful in relationships, as well as artfully handling life's challenges. She has had many opportunities to present numerous educational seminars and lectures on a variety of motivational, inspirational, and mental health topics around the world. Please take a moment to visit her website at CynthiaHyatt.com. That's Cynthia, H-I-E-T-T dot com. Her Facebook page at Cynthia Hyatt Incorporated for current events, updates, and inspiration during your week, as well as all social media platforms. You can hear this show as a podcast on iTunes and many other podcast services. Follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Now, with today's fresh insight, here's Cynthia Hyatt. Well, welcome to the show. This is Conversations with Cynthia, and I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host. And as always, I like to thank you for listening to the show, sending it to your friends and family, and really making sure that you are the best version of you. Not competing with anybody else, only competing with yourself, and having maybe some realism. I, I can vouch for the fact that I'm not always realistic about how I look. And so that's maybe for another day, another show. What do you think? Well, since we're not doing that today, let's do holidays because they are coming up. And holidays can be really exciting can also be really hurtful and scary. And let's think about what it means to survive the family holidays. Because I know that for many of us, it does put us maybe into survival, right? Maybe it's the uh, sister, the brother, the cousin, the ex-husband, the ex-wife, the kids from somebody else's family, whatever it is, it just can get very, very complicated. And so I want to help you get through this year, okay, so through Christmas and New Year's, and really have it feel like you're launching into the new year in a better way. So we're going to work on surviving, right, holidays, and surviving family, surviving workplaces, because something happens when it goes into, you know, holiday season. We, we kind of, you know, morph into somebody else sometimes. And it might be because of trauma. It might be because of unrealistic expectations. It could be that you are um, divorcing at the moment. Uh, a relationship broke up. Whatever it may be, it could be a physical problem. And so those kinds of things, when we go into Christmas... We have this feeling that we're somehow supposed to be happy, right? And that everything should be great and so beautiful and pretty and happy. And maybe Christmas, maybe Christmas makes you really depressed. And I, I can understand that. And maybe Christmas makes you anxious. 
maybe it causes you to like feel like, oh, great. And then the new year comes and I got to figure out what my new year's resolutions are. And if I did anything this last year, that's worth of any, worth anything. Right. And so when we think about surviving holidays and especially these Christmas, New Year's back to back. So what happens is Many times we get a lot of anxiety and the barometer inside of us really rises as soon as we hear family holiday. So what makes family relationships complicated? I'm sure you have your own history (laughs) about your own family, just as I do. And family relationships are complicated because the expectation that we're all the same somehow. And simply because we're in the same family, we have the same needs or we have the same wants or the same preferences. And we find out that we're either trying to morph into somebody that the family will tolerate or we're trying to be who we are and we get a lot of back, back, back flack. We get a lot of resistance. And so the expectations we have on each other can be really difficult and make it really hard to quote unquote be ourselves. And maybe in your family, you don't even think you're allowed to be yourself. And so because of these pre-established roles of who we are supposed to be, how we're supposed to act, and it's, you know, based on gender and birth order, family rules, family rituals, family systems, see, they don't always, you know, give us the space to be who we are. So when we think about families and we think about systems, when, when a change occurs within that system or outside of it, the balance or the equilibrium is upset. And here's the thing. We have to remind ourselves, sometimes that balance and equilibrium needs to be upset. Maybe we need to shake it up a little bit. And so when we think about that, I want you to think that we're keeping that balance and we're trying to make complicated things very easy. And we have to contend with the fact that change is going to be inevitable. And people do change and grow in spite of the pressure to conform and keep the balance. But I want you to visualize a hanging wind chime with several, you know, connected parts and imagine what happens when one of the pieces or parts is missing. The, the most immediate reason or the most immediate fix is to replace that part in order to maintain the balance. Why is this more challenging during holidays? Well, expectations are elevated during the holidays because of family rituals and assumptions about how the holidays are supposed to be. Some of the assumptions we have about the holidays include holidays are supposed to be joyous and happy. Well, maybe you've never had a joyous or happy Christmas. And so what are you supposed to do? Fake it till you make it? Well, sometimes we do that, don't we? So holiday times are when families all come together. So what if you don't have a family? Then you feel like there's no reason to celebrate. And you might feel like you're poaching. You know, I'm sneaking in here so that I can have some kind of a Christmas, you know, experience. So if you don't have family, then maybe you feel like there's no reason to celebrate this. And that you have no place like home for the holidays. And that can be really troubling and really painful. If you feel like, wow, my family is such a wreck, I don't even think I want to see them on the holidays. But then what do I do? Just watch football on Sunday? What, you know, what do I do? So if you don't have family, then you can really feel like 
there's no need for me to even acknowledge that holiday. <clears throat> Excuse me. And so this is where we have these, you know, things that we've heard since we were growing up, like there's no place like home for the holidays, you know, or the bigger the gift, you know, the more we spend, the better. Or how about this one is a lot of favorites for people. Everything has to be perfect. And it's like, what are we on television or something, right? So returning home or maybe being with your family when you have changed or other people have changed and when one's values or expectations about the holidays are now different, this can be really stressful. See, it's easier sometimes to just quote unquote go along with the way it's always been rather than quote unquote rocking the boat. But people want to belong and they want to feel connected during the holidays. And this desire can be so strong that we might overextend ourselves emotionally, physically, and certainly financially. So <clears throat> think about, here's some examples of this and you know, that includes the following, okay? So spending money to travel with a family or loved one when you have limited finances. Like you live in Georgia, they live in Washington. Or you live in Texas, they live in somewhere in Canada. So think about how much money and time and organization you have to do to do that with family. So what we have is buying gifts that we can't afford. Maybe attending a social or family function because we quote unquote have to or should. And so we have no good way to do that time. If we stay, we're probably going to feel hurt. We're gonna feel exhausted. We're going to feel like nobody gets me. Why am I even here? Or you're going to, again, engage in maybe family arguments with siblings or cousins or parents because you haven't seen them for a while, and it somehow resorts to that issue. And so what happens is we start preparing, you know, for this perfect meal or celebration, but the mobility factors are sometimes overlooked because it's expected. So family tradition demands one to be with a particular family member, or there's no family tradition. And the, anxi the anxiety about whose turn it is, is it this year, like who's gonna have everybody over at their house, makes things really unpredictable and leads to last minute planning. And this creates a very different type of stress because you're trying to please too many people, too many places, and yourself. You're trying to protect yourself at the same time. And you're thinking, how long am I going to be here? So I'm hoping that this dinner doesn't go very long. Or maybe I can come up with an excuse and figure out a way to gracefully leave and not make everybody upset. And so this is one of these things that gets us so, like, complicated for us and and we're like you know against ourselves and for ourselves at the same time and it feels like there's no right answer and so what I want you to think about is it positive and natural changes in the family system such as wedding birth of a child 
accomplishing a big feat, like graduating from college, um, I don't know, finding your dream job. These kinds of things also challenge the rituals and expectations, even if they're good, because there are pressures to keep things the same. People like to feel comfortable, even if it's negative. And that's just part of how we're made. And so holidays can highlight everything that may have changed. And all of a sudden you're feeling like, what do I even talk about? How long do I have to be here? Oh my gosh, I didn't know my brother was in that much trouble. I didn't know my sister was drowning in finances. I didn't know my cousin broke up with their you know, wife or husband or whatever. And we, we start to feel overloaded and we can't even really consider the holiday. This is Cynthia High with Conversations with Cynthia. Join me in the next segment as we talk more about family holidays. Well, welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're a longtime listener, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate that. Because one of the things, you know, that I really have laid heavy on my heart, because I'm a, I'm a therapist also, is I really just want the healing of people. I want them to really be healed. And I don't want them to be continually beat up and trying so hard and feeling like nothing ever works. And so when we come into the holiday season, that's even a bigger stressor that we have to contend with because we don't know what's going to happen. We don't know if it's going to be good. We don't know if it's going to be bad. We don't know if we say the right thing, if we dress right, if we don't bring something we should have, if we did, we shouldn't have brought something. And so there's a lot of complicated things that go into family systems and to family events. And so why do we think it's more challenging during the holidays? So I want you to think about that for a minute because I know that you have your own you know, individual things that you think are challenging. So for me, what happens is it kind of elevates, you know, because the, the family has some rituals. My family has some rituals. And, and my mother loves Christmas. And so over the last couple of years, we've had to contend with the fact that my father isn't with us anymore at Christmas. And so I've got nieces and nephews that are growing up. They've graduated from college, and now they have their own little kiddos. So we have a whole different kind of process in our family, and many of them don't live in, in Arizona. And so we have these expectations about holidays because family rituals and assumptions about how they're supposed to be, and some of the assumptions we have about holidays might include things that are very unrealistic, like holidays are supposed to be joyous and happy. Well, what if there's been a death in your family? What if someone lost their job? What if someone was uh, diagnosed with a disease? What if someone lost their house? So there's a lot of pressure that we don't want to put on people when we know that there are different aspects of their life that have occurred that might not match with the happy, happy Christmas time. So we want to be careful about those expectations that happy, that, you know, holidays are supposed to be happy. Oh, wow, now we get this time together. We're going to be one big happy family. Well, if you don't have family, do you feel like there's no reason to celebrate? And that's, that's a huge deal. 
we have a lot of of different things that have changed in our in our United States, especially about family systems. So families aren't the same as if you were born in the 60s or the you know 70s. It's a very different time. So we had these expectations that they're supposed to be happy, and that holiday times are families coming together and we wow we get to reconnect and have such a good time, you know. But you may have some leftover hurts and judgments from siblings, from parents, grandparents, cousins, neighbors, right? And so you may go into this saying, I'm not, I'm not happy about my current family situation or my holiday situation. And we might get pressured to remind ourselves that, wow, this is a holiday. We're supposed to be happy and joyous and all the families getting together. And, and if you don't have family, what do you feel like? Well, there's no reason to celebrate. So what do I do on Christmas? Sit at home all by myself, watch football or TV or what? What do I do? And so it's it's this idea of, wow, there's no place like home for the holidays. And, And I love the movie that that goes with. I love the idea. But it's just not always realistic. And this other part about bigger gifts, about more we spend, competing with other people in the family about how much we spend, you know, and trying to make everything perfect. And so if you're one of those that are returning home to be with your family, and you know it's changed, and the values and expectations about the holidays might be different, this can be exceedingly stressful. Because see, it's easier sometimes to just go along with, quote, the way it's always been, rather than rocking the boat. But people want to belong, and they want to feel connected during the holidays. And this desire is not taught to us, it's innate in us. And so it's so strong that we may overextend ourselves emotionally, physically, financially. And so let's talk about some examples of of really overextending ourselves. So it might be spending money to travel, to be with family and loved ones, maybe that you don't even like, right? So you're mad that you had to spend all this money to go be with people you don't like. How about attending a social or family function because we, quote unquote, have to or should, How about preparing an elaborate, perfect meal or celebration and nobody notices? How about mobility factors? Sometimes we overlook those because we're not as connected with our family and don't know some of the changes that might have happened. And so family tradition demands one to be with a particular family member. Or there's absolutely no family tradition and the anxiety about it you know, whose turn is it this year? Where are we going to go? What are we going to do? Then it makes things feel very unpredictable, and it leads to a lot of last-minute planning. So this creates a certain type of stress. Well, how about this one? Positive and natural changes in the family system. Those are supposed to happen, like maybe a wedding or a birth of a child. Maybe uh, an older person has passed away. And these can really challenge the rituals and and expectations we have. And although there are pressures to keep things the same, so have you noticed that in family gatherings for you? That it's like, well, we always do that. We've always done that for all these years, right? And holidays can highlight everything that actually may have changed, like a divorce, a death, Maybe a college student returning home that didn't finish college. 
maybe absence due to military duty. Maybe the family, you know, has rules that are, you know, you're not allowed to talk about things. And this really adds to the stress of holidays because then people can't connect. See, if I can't be honest, I can't really connect with people. So how can I make a positive change this year? Let's think about this. Because we all are going into that season and we all have families. Whether we see them very often, whether we're with them a lot, whether we have completely, you know, cut them out of our lives, they're still around. And so I think it's important that we think about how we can make some positive changes. And that doesn't mean that we're exerting that change on anybody else. It means that we're going to figure out what we need to do for the holidays, how we're going to handle it, what we want the outcome to maybe be for yourself, not for the whole entire family, so that you can go in with some parameters that'll help you feel safer, that might help you feel less judgmental of yourself and of others, and might help us get kind of realistic expectations and not be so afraid when we go to the house where all the family is. So it might be identifying, you know, holidays and recognizing what is it about the holiday that gets me down? What, am I, what pressure am I putting on the holiday to give me a better feeling inside? And this is where we th- remind ourselves we're grown up. So there are things I can do for myself to feel better when I leave the event because of how I handled myself. Not because anybody else necessarily did anything differently. But I get to walk away thinking, well done, Cynthia. You, you handled those things very well. And so this is very important. So uh, join me in the next segment as we talk more about how to make those positive changes. Welcome back to Conversations with Cynthia. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host, and thank you so much for joining in and letting your friends and family know about it. We have lots of things on the website, and I really encourage you to look through Instagram. We have lots of things that are uplifting and helpful, and I really do appreciate you listening and telling your friends about it and really understanding that, wow, while we're making ourselves be the best version of ourselves, maybe we could be helping others as well. And so we're talking about this idea of surviving the family holiday. And in the last segment, we talked about a lot of challenges that happen during the holiday, expectations that just don't want to seem to go away. And even if we get them to go away, then there's a level of sadness. And so I think what's really important for us is if you're returning home, if you're going to be with family, and that family member has changed, or your whole family system might have changed, maybe had some divorces, maybe had some deaths, somebody had a baby, you know, it's easier sometimes to just go along with the way it's always been rather than rocking the boat. So people do want to belong and they want to feel connected. And that desire sometimes can be so strong that we physically and emotionally and financially way overextend ourselves. And so I want you to go into this with a very like adult thought of what am I really wanting to get out of this? And that doesn't mean you're being selfish. That means that you have a plan. And it might be, I want to get out of this process or this event not feeling 
bad about me. Or I might want to say to myself, I'm going to consider forgiving some of these people because maybe I didn't know the whole story behind them. Maybe I didn't know what they were going through. And so this is like the other part of this is mobility factors. Lots of times people are all over the United States. And so, you know, sometimes we get into the situation, like we talked in the last segment, about who's going to have Christmas at their house and where is it going to be and what are we expecting people to do? And so what we want to think about is this idea of the positive and natural changes that happen in a family system. And some of those things are weddings, some of them are births. You know, this challenges the rituals and the expectations. Now, there are pressures to keep keep things the same. I'm not against at all rituals that the family chooses to continue to do as a way to cause them to be closer. That doesn't mean that you have to go against your value system. So the sameness of a holiday gathering, that can be kind of monotonous where everyone's like, yeah, here we go, and this is what we do now, and blah, blah, blah. So I want you to think about how you can make that positive change. And if it's identifying about the holidays what, what it is that gets you down, that might be something to talk to a friend or a family, a pastor about, a therapist, so that you don't go into that holiday situation like undressed, okay? So don't worry about things that should be or could be or would be. Think about, you know, what you can do to make something a little bit better. And if nobody recognizes it, then that's part of being an adult and saying, well, I know I did my side of the street right. How about using humor? Try to see the lighter side of life and not take yourself so seriously or anybody else. You're you're only seeing them for kind of a short amount of time. So how about minimize overindulging in food and alcohol as a way to cope with stress? See, that's a tough one. Because Christmas, New Year's, birthdays, all these things can be very stressful. And we feel compelled to go many times. It's such a conundrum. Should I stay? Should I go? Right? And so we have to minimize overindulging in food and alcohol. And everyone knows that, but we don't always do that. And so we seem to also have one relative that really makes things difficult. And so this is what I want you to think about. If there are people in the family that consistently stir things up, what you might want to think about is, wow, they probably have the same anxiety I do. They just don't reveal their anxiety in the same way I do. And so that can help with not judging people, that everybody's a little bit out of their league when it's family. So think about the pressure to put up with someone, someone that you generally avoid. Some of that can be maladaptive, which means you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Some of that can be, hey, I'm an adult. I can handle this. I can, I can, I can handle people that are different and bother me and bug me and are, blah, I consider them crazy or stupid. What difference does it make, right? They're not living with you. And if they are, that would be for another show. So think about this. The same old family rules can dictate what you do, how you dress, how you show up, how you pretend to maybe have a good time. And if this is someone who holds a grudge or whom you have had a disagreement with, you might want to contact them before the holidays and see if you can talk to them about that disagreement, even if you don't end up agreeing. 
you maybe made some possible ways to tolerate. Join me in the next segment as we talk more about surviving the family holiday. Well, good afternoon. I'm Cynthia Hyatt, your host, and you are listening to Conversations with Cynthia. Thank you for tuning in. If you're a new listener, I want to encourage you to go to the website that we have and also all kinds of Instagram and different areas that we have online that can give you some just encouragement, maybe some ideas of doing something differently, or maybe just feeling like, hey, I'm not as bad as I thought I was. So we're talking today about surviving family holidays. And, you know, family holidays for all therapists that I know really is a big deal. As much as we try to make it not a big deal, it just stirs up all kinds of things. And so some of that might be because we have some inappropriate expectations. Like holidays are supposed to be joyous and happy. Or holidays are when the families all come together and, oh, wow, we get this warm, fuzzy feeling and we're so happy. You know, what, what happens if you don't have a family? Then what do you celebrate? So there's no place like home for the holidays. Have you heard that one? And so think about, you know, wow, I have to give a bigger gift. I have to spend more money because if I do that, then maybe the family will think well of me. How about everything has to be perfect? Do you have one of those family members that is like, the table's perfect, the food is perfect, you know, the Christmas tree is perfect, you know, and it, yeah, it's beautiful, but the stress is almost unbearable. And so when we talk about this idea about families having natural changes, there is positive natural changes and maybe some negative natural changes, but the positive changes and the negative changes are part of being in a family system. There's no way out of it. Because even if you exit the family, still in your head. (laughs) I'm sure you know what I mean when I say that. So weddings, the birth of children, you know, all the rituals and expectations, all the memories that everybody has, and maybe we have new people that are in that don't know about the memories. And so holidays can kind of highlight everything that may have changed, whether divorce, death, people getting a new job, maybe getting sick, losing a job. So the sameness of holiday gatherings, if we do that, can be monotonous, and the monotony can spawn its own set of of stressors. And so it's like, how long do I have to be here? I'm trying to be polite, but I can't stand it. Because you're not really connecting with somebody. You're not doing the human thing that we all do, and that's trying to connect. And so if you show up, you know, your body is there, but you're not there, it's going to really be ugly. So what I would recommend that you do before you go to the family event, think about the different people that are maybe problematic for you. I want you to pray for each of them. I want you to pray for yourself. And I want you then to say to yourself, what is the one thing that God always says? That you are beautifully and wonderfully made. And he is so glad that you were born. So you go in with that, and, and I know it may sound kind of corny, but it really does work. Because now you're not trying to get all those feelings from other people. And you're not trying to assume who they are or what's going on with them. You're just accepting it. And see, acceptance, right, key to all my problems, and tolerance. 
So if I'm in a bad relationship at work, if I'm in a bad relationship with kids, with a friend, with coworkers, with boss, whatever that is, I have a chance and, a, and an opportunity to change it. They may not want it changed, but I can change it. That's what adults can do. So I can tolerate something as long as I need to, and then I can either just accept it because I learned to tolerate it, or I simply say, okay, I accept it, but I'm not going to handle it, and I'm not going to deal with it, and I'm not going to indulge in it anymore. And so you're allowed to set those kinds of boundaries. So when we're making positive changes in the year, what I want you to really think about is don't worry about how things should be, could be, would be, ought to be. I want you to think about what's super important to you. And it doesn't have to be important to someone else. And so if holidays make you feel out of control, take control. Do the, control whatever you can and let go of the rest and accept your own limitations. So everyone seems to have that one relative maybe who makes things difficult, right? And so you want to have some survival skills for dealing with that relative or that couple. You know, it might be the couple that just had a baby and everybody has to fawn over the baby the entire time we're together. We can't do anything without watching the baby. Now, I love babies, absolutely. But I also want you to have the chance to talk to people you might not have seen for quite some time, maybe reconnecting with somebody, maybe recognizing why you didn't connect with that person last year. And so I want you to have realistic expectations of yourself and others. And try to accept family members and friends just as they are. Even if you don't live up to all, you know, even if they don't live up to all your expectations, it's just, I want you just to be careful about that event. But usually that event is not where you fix things. That event shows you what needs to be fixed or what you may or may not want to fix. So this is why, you know, if you can practice, and I tell this to clients all the time, stand in front of the mirror and have a conversation with that person and get everything out, say everything you need to say, go over it as many times as you need to. And then when you see that person, you're not going to feel as agitated or as uncomfortable or thrown off guard. And you'll be able to say, yeah, I know this person. And that will give you more confidence, which also helps that other person because some of their acting out is their own fear. So I want you to remember there are other issues that might lead to family stress. And with a, such a high percentage of marriages that end in divorce, there can be additional stress of shared custody of children and who will have the children for the holidays and how the time will be divided. Some people postpone ending a relationship around the holidays because they don't want to be there alone. And like being quote unquote single around the holidays can be difficult. And the anticipation of celebrating without someone that is special to you is maybe seen or felt as depressing. New Year's Eve in particular is sometimes the most difficult time for some people because now a whole new year is coming and we're afraid it's going to be exactly the same as the last one. And so this is where with this pressure of so much to do in such a small period of time, this is where we hear more complaints of exhaustion and sleeping less and doing more and feeling overextended. And this combination leads to lowered body defenses and increases cold and flu-like symptoms. And see, some of that is because we're hugging people that brought something from someplace else. And it might not be a disease. It might be a pollen. 
It might be different type of dust. It might, who knows what it could be. But you want to say to yourself, hey, I need to relax and not let those antihistamines be flaring all the time. Nothing is serious or dangerous. And I remind people all the time, blood, broken bones, nobody's breathing fire. That is serious. The other stuff for adults, we need to just contend with it and know that we have rights and we have options. I can get in my car and drive home. I can go stay in the bathroom for an hour. If I want, I can walk around the block. And so the majority of people, you know, seen that have relationship issues, primarily adult relationship issues, but there's also some parent-child and family issues as well. It closely is followed by emotional issues such as depression, anxiety, maybe some self-esteem issues, anger, you know, how do I deal with anger? Or, or it could be grief and loss, job stress. Maybe there's a work-life balance. Maybe one of the family members has an elder care that they are, taking, that they are having to take care of. And see, if we're not able to see them, and, and in order to re- give them, you know, referrals and resources, we might want to say to ourselves, hey, maybe in the new year I can reach out to them. And I can say, you know, I saw some of what was happening at, at Christmas. And I don't know if you want an idea, but I've seen this really work with some of my friends or this worked with me. And so if you'd like, I can let you know. If not, no big deal. And you don't have to take it that seriously so that if they reject the help, you get your feelings hurt. What you want to do is know you did your side of the street well. You offered something because you saw a need. And you need to feel good about that, even if they don't. Because many times, a year later, they've tried it like six months after they talked to you, and they're embarrassed to tell you how well it worked. So don't get caught up in all those ridiculous things. Just say, you know, humans are humans, and we struggle. And so I want you to think about the fact that Christmas, New Year's, Thanksgiving, all these times where they have gatherings and presents and all this stuff, I want you to remind yourself, and we're going to talk more about this um, in the next week, that the best gift you could ever give is a healthy version of you. See, if I'm a healthy version of me, nobody has to worry about me. So I'm one of those things they, don't have, they can just check off the list. And they can go on to the things that are very difficult for them. So for Christmas, I want you to work on being your own best version. Because that piece helps people to calm down, helps them to relax. Because most people are really struggling. This is a hard place down here. So what I want you to think about is that the gift of yourself is such a great God. And God loves to give gifts. He gave us his only son. That's the greatest, most valuable possession he has ever had, and he gave it to us. Do you realize you are a gift? You are irreplaceable. You are completely unique. You are impossible to replicate and can never be copied. This means that you are a one and only, irreplaceable, one-time occurring person. And I remind people, you know, no one can succeed like I can and no one can mess up like I can. So my impact is either positive or negative, but it's mine alone. So think about how parents feel when they're waiting for that child to be born or that child they're adopting. 
So I want you to think about how valuable you are and you taking care of you and you really self-regulating and knowing, hey, I could do that and I could say that, but I don't think that's healthy, even if they deserve it. I can police myself. And this is what's so helpful for family members because you do know they're watching you. They are. And they might start to adopt some of the things that they see you do, how you think, what you say, and that can really help the family system without just, you know, opening it up and, and it disrobing everybody. So think about the lovely thing about Christmas is that it's compulsory, like a thunderstorm, and we all go through it together. And that was quoted by Garrison Kyler. So think about this idea of holidays not needing to be so insufferable and that you can bring some of the joy back from childhood as long as you remember to act like an adult. And think about reverting back to childhood dynamics is common when we're threatened with familial and drama and dysfunction. So relax, breathe, take a break. You know, I had one year, we were having so many things in our family. I was going to the restroom all the time. I didn't have to go to the bathroom. I just had to get somewhere. And when someone said to me, hey, are you doing okay? You're in the restroom all the time. I said, I have to, like, collect myself. I'm frustrated. They started laughing, and they said, hey, can I do it with you? <laughs> so thank you for listening today. This is Conversations with Cynthia. And join me next week as we talk more about the holiday time. We hope this past hour has been encouraging, motivating, and inspiring to you. The messages and teachings shared during the show are given as a way to reach you, the listener, with ideas and insights on how you may not only improve your life, but have more successful and meaningful relationships as you become the best version of you. Cynthia is available as a keynote speaker or guest speaker for your corporate or spiritual events. Cynthia is able to customize a message for any audience attending a meeting, retreat, or conference. In addition to this, she oftentimes partners her messages with music as she is a singer and musician. Please contact her through her website at CynthiaHyatt.com. If you missed any part of this program, you can download the most current show from her website at CynthiaHyatt.com or hear a replay on your favorite podcast server. Please Take a moment to visit her Facebook page at Cynthia Hyatt Incorporated and leave your ideas and comments about today's show. Now, be your own best version. Be